0: The winter holiday season is one of the hardest times for people when it comes to depression, weight, diet, and exercise. Time off from work and the room to relax can actually be dangerous for a lot of people who depend on that structure to stay on the wagon. And holiday nostalgia surrounding people that we desperately miss can make what should be times of joy and celebration toxic for a lot of people. On the less extreme end of the spectrum, a lot of folks are just trying to maintain healthy cholesterol or blood sugar or keep a few pounds off over the holidays. And what I've found in terms of maintaining during these next few months is that a lot of the best techniques are opposite of what we should be doing the rest of the year. First of all, we should let ourselves cheat and cheat often. It's not every day that most of us get offered pie everywhere that we go. How often do you get to share home-cooked meals with friends and family these days? Not often enough. And engaging in the meal slash ritual is part of getting the most out of the experience. If you only get to see your extended family once a year, you might as well make the most of it. If you're intentionally going to allow yourself to cheat, you don't want to spend brain power beating yourself up cyclically after each time you do it. You knew it was going to happen, and it's something that... If you know is going to happen, you need to accept in your future. And if you accept something, then you shouldn't be but minimally emotional about it. It's all right to be emotional about the fasting or the running or the hard work you're going to have to do to lose that weight that you might have added while you were cheating. But saying that you've done anything wrong or you're a bad person for the cheat itself is just going to be a waste of time. One valuable way of controlling the chemical aspect of guilt, or getting angry at yourself, is through your neurotransmitters. And your neurotransmitters are going to benefit, especially when it comes to alcohol, from smaller swings. So, if you uh, if you drink 10 drinks versus 5, that 10 drinks is going to be a lot harder to come back from, wow. mood stabilization-wise. So, I understand if, you know, you're only getting to party once a year and it's your one time out with the guys and you are able to drink responsibly. If you're like, I'm going to get blackout drunk, I'm going to have 10 drinks. But if you know that you've got two or three holiday parties over the next two months every single week, then you might be better off just having a couple of drinks and getting a light buzz and saving it for the the several biggest parties or ones that you like the most when you go the hardest. You know the same with with having pie and cake and desserts and all the great Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah food and whatever other holidays I'm leaving out. You know I uh, I feel like I let myself have cheat meals throughout the week and it might be my only time that I get to have ice cream for a while and it'll be hard for me not to eat like the whole Ben and Jerry's container. But if you know that you have three pies in your refrigerator, if you just have a slice or two each night, it's going to be a lot easier on the body in terms of sugar swings, which affect your hormones directly. Um, In fact, insulin, the thing that moves around sugar, is a hormone itself. And that's going to make your situation better. Going along with that, people, a lot of times when they're on vacation, don't sleep much because they're partying so hard. And alcohol especially disturbs folks' sleep. So does overeating, which a lot of people don't talk about. But doing your best to carve out seven to nine hours to stay in bed in the dark, even if you're not sleeping can be invaluable in helping to control your mood and optimizing your hormones. Because if your hormones start dipping from chronic lack of sleep, your testosterone, for instance, will start to dip as well because your brain or your subconscious is saying, okay, we need to be more sedentary to rest more because we're not getting enough of a chance to recover as things are right now. And having that testosterone dip will cause you to take on more body fat and feel, most likely, less positive, mood-wise. Typically, people's patience and attention span also is affected negatively by lack of sleep. And so getting as much rest as possible can be really helpful. I know a lot of people will decide to not exercise for the holiday season, so they, quote unquote, take a break, and part of that is that they say, I feel like crap all the time from all of the holiday parties, and the food, and the drink, and the whatever else, and what I say to that is, that's all the more reason to make that a big training season for yourself. If you want to maybe make sure that you work out two or three times a week, then those are days that you can make sure you don't party too hard in the evening. And you can save yourself and get some sleep, and that's really positive structure. It also, uh, most types of intense training will cause you to preserve some muscle mass. So even if you're being pretty lazy otherwise, missing out on some sleep or getting way too much sugar, hopefully your body gets the signals to keep building some muscle and maybe... Uh, holding off on storing some body fat health nerds will say that you've got to be careful during the holiday season if you're eating a bunch of junk and partying a lot uh, to avoid getting injured because you're eating a lot of inflammation and the inflammation will deter your recovery and well on a chemical level I have no argument with that something that I will tell you anecdotally and I've seen in friends and teammates over the years as well is that When I'm eating really clean, say I'm at a slight caloric deficit to remain lean or get leaner to, as an example, do a competition, and I'm just taking supplements that are anti-inflammatory and I'm, I'm really avoiding inflammatory fats and too much sugar, that's when I tend to get injured. And when I'm eating a reasonable amount of junk in reality and getting excess calories on a regular basis that aren't necessarily high quality and probably having a little bit too much sugar. In fact, making myself feel a little lackadaisical throughout the rest of the day, that's when I tend to be able to train with the best energy and with the fewest injuries. So it's an experiment you can do if it's something that you've been avoiding because of what you've read in textbooks. You can go get in some good training. You know, some of the best training days in a lot of martial arts places is like Thanksgiving day or the day after Thanksgiving. Everybody goes and gets in a great workout. A lot of people also will do runs like turkey trots on Thanksgiving. Those are great goals to have to keep you moving and to keep the exercise a constant, which has reciprocal benefits uh, during that holiday season. Because you're eating a lot of excess calories, another thing that is a benefit or something you can manipulate is that it's not as important to eat at certain times, right? And what a lot of people do with success during the holiday season is intermittent fast. A lot of athletes and super health nuts, no, I take that back. A lot of super health nuts do fast a lot. Maybe that's good, maybe that's bad. But a lot of serious athletes who have a, a relatively high volume training schedule don't intermittent fast because it's important that they get nutrients in pretty much right away when they they wake up their body's burning through the stuff that that they're they're getting and once once they're through it they want to go ahead and utilize more to be perpetually recovering and then growing If you stay in that habit during the holiday season, a lot of times you won't have worked off the meal you had the night before when you get up, when it's time for you to have your breakfast, right? The idea that breakfast is the most important meal of the day doesn't hold true for people who have sedentary lifestyles uh, or people who are intermittent fasting. So if you've had a big meal or you know you're going to have a big meal later in the day, it can be great to not eat until the afternoon or not eat at all until you have your big your big meal that evening. It can allow your body to stabilize blood sugar, and it can give your your insulin system a rest. It can help improve your energy, can help improve your mental clarity, and it can help minimize you know the caloric impact of all that extra food you're eating during the parties. So if you're a big time athlete and you're always trying to eat in a way that's optimized, you probably have a hard time consistently intermittent fasting when you're training at least probably hungry but go ahead and give intermittent fasting a try during the holiday season when you're when you're eating a whole bunch at certain meals or you're partying another diet trick is to supplement with magnesium the reason being is that the american holiday menu consists of a lot of dairy whether it's creams or cheeses or milks and uh calcium is a mineral that works synergistically and at certain concentrations on the extreme ends of the spectrum antagonistically with magnesium and what that means is that you want about two milligrams of calcium to every one milligram of magnesium in your diet and subsequently in your body and when that happens it allows both of those minerals to work better and they're electrolytes which a lot of people don't realize but Uh, Magnesium allows your muscles to relax fully. And calcium allows a full contraction. Because quite often in the uh, the holiday diet here in America, people are having a ton of dairy that starts bringing their magnesium-calcium balance out of whack. And so taking some magnesium citrate or some magnesium glycinate, you usually want to avoid magnesium oxide. It's not very well absorbed. It's a cheaper version. Um, taking one of those can allow your body to better use calcium and maintain your immune system and your physical body in a much more uh, balanced, in a more balanced way. It, it keeps your body from going out of balance, especially your electrolytes um, and your subsequently your hydration throughout those couple of months. And magnesium is is relatively cheap. You won't really notice buying a bottle and taking between 200 and 400 milligrams a day during the holidays is a great thing to do to help keep your body in balance. Another one that anecdotally people like a lot is taking activated charcoal with really heavy, nasty meals. When you're eating a lot of processed food, you don't really know what kind of uh, contaminants are in there. And luckily, we have the FDA, which ensures some of the cleaner food, one of the cleaner food systems in all the world. But there are still contaminants and impurities that get in our food, and activated charcoal helps bind to some of those. Unfortunately, it also binds to some helpful minerals, but if we're eating large amounts of food, a lot of time we're getting excess of those minerals. So... Taking a few of those along with some contaminants can help you feel better going through the holiday season and again support your immune system. And when it comes to mental health, one of the things that a lot of people who are struggling do is they withdraw and they kind of keep to themselves. And a lot of people who have lost someone or had a a traumatic holiday experience when they were younger will withdraw during the holidays. And if you're one of those people, And you use food or the activity or partying as an excuse to stay away. Like, yeah, I don't want to go be around all those drunk people, or I don't want to break from my diet. You should counsel yourself, have a a serious talk with the person in the mirror, and try to convince yourself to go out and do more of these activities. I'm not saying if you're an alcoholic that you should go to a bar. By all means, avoid going to bars if you're an alcoholic. But... What I mean is that if if you are an otherwise healthy person, an able-bodied person, go be with your friends. Go socialize. One thing leads to another. You might find yourself invited to more holiday parties. You might find yourself in a situation or conversation where you feel comfortable. Most importantly, you will be distracted from just zeroing in and fixating on the stuff that makes you sad every holiday season distracting yourself from that and developing a pattern of doing something else or thinking of something else will reinforce that habit. And over time and over subsequent holidays, you'll be able to detach from that pain and that seasonal depression a little bit more and more and get through it easier and ultimately stay healthier because of that. When it comes to really getting healthy and and getting through holiday seasons, feeling great about yourself and the way you maintained yourself. One thing that I've found uh, is really ideal is to have some sort of a diet or um, a cleanse period right before the holidays. Sober October has become really popular in our culture, and I think that's a great thing because it, if done properly, it, it helps you lean out and clean out before putting an excess amount of stuff into your body that you otherwise wouldn't want to. But if you're not, you don't need to be that extreme, but I definitely like to try and come in a couple of pounds under my ideal body weight. So if I want to weigh 165 pounds or stay between 165 and 170, I might want to try and weigh 160 starting November 1st or before Thanksgiving. That way I can put on 15 pounds which sounds like a lot but a lot of people put on more than that during the holiday season but let's say I put up on up to 15 pounds well then that means I only need to, to lose five to get back to where I wanted to be and it's a lot easier to do that during January when everybody's on their health kick and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. especially if I've stayed in shape and even if I have gained weight I've kept up my cardio or I've increased my skill you know, let's say in martial arts, so maybe I'm not having to work quite as hard. A couple other supplements that anecdotally people say help uh, stabilize mood are ashwagandha, CBD, and low doses of psilocybin. What a lot of Americans do during this time of year is they get on what I call the Xanax diet. And the Xanax diet is where you have a dependency usually to alcohol and you're trying to drink less or you're in a position where you can't necessarily drink like you normally would. And so what you do is you, you drink one day and then the day or days when you're supposed to not drink, you take Xanax and you knock yourself out, you go to sleep. You don't eat during that time either. So you actually start feeling and looking relatively healthy compared to when you're drinking and eating all the time. But your mood starts to become seriously affected as you gain a chemical dependency to the Xanax. What's nice about herbal supplements is that your body, 9 times out of 10, or even 99 times out of 100, doesn't develop any sort of dependency like that. In fact, the substances I just listed have a lot of scientific studies showing how they are stabilizing to your nervous system, to your, your chemical system. Um, balancing resetting all of those words get used in the literature and that doesn't mean it'll work that way for everybody because everybody has different thoughts traumas and toxins as well as nutrients and chemicals and and hopes and wishes that are flowing through their their persons but for a lot of people taking something like cannabidiol or an ashwagandha or a uh A low dose of psilocybin will have a resetting effect and help calm or stabilize someone's mood without without developing a chemical dependency. In fact, removing a lot of sort of chemical dependency patterns that happen on a mathematical, electrical, uh, neurological level, however you want to look at it in your brain. Things that have to physically change for you to mentally feel differently. One other thought for you is this is a great time to avoid being mad and or emotional. It's a good time for forgiveness, if that's appropriate. And if it's not, it's a good time not to get sucked in emotionally. A lot of miserable people and a lot of manipulative forces want you to engage. They want you to get upset. They want you to spend time thinking about them. And you've made it a whole year without worrying about your aunt or uncle. Don't make spending six hours with them then consume six months of your life. And don't let six hours be something that causes you to you know, regret the rest of the holidays or causes the rest of your family to have a bad experience, people that are with you, like if you started a, a big fight or a big commotion at a family gathering with this person that bothers you so much. Just let it go or avoid it, right? So for some people, it might be good to avoid a family gathering And for most of us, it's important to make sure you go. Make sure you say yes. Take it from someone who was vaccinated and then got the Delta, and it was pretty bad, and don't mind my dog chewing her bone in the background. You can get COVID if you're vaccinated. My suggestion, and this is just a suggestion, and and there are exceptions, of course, but my suggestion would be, for you to not respond to that as, well, I need to hide from the world, but respond to it as, I'm probably going to get or give COVID at some point. If that's the case, even if you are vaccinated, it would behoove you to try to stay as healthy as you can during this holiday season where you purposely do some indulging. It should incentivize you. And remember that mental stress, despair, depression, anxiety, creates just about the same uh, degree of inflammation as things you might do in your diet or injuries you might have that are physical. So stressing out about the whole thing is just going to increase your likelihood of diminishing your nervous system and your immune system as well. Continue to take your supplements that are helpful. A lot of people take intravenous or buffered vitamin C. I think I just said it, but a lot of people take zinc. A lot of people take quercetin. You can create imbalances taking too much zinc every day, so be careful with that. Be smart with your family gatherings. But if you're one who errs on the side of isolation or avoiding them, and let's say you're a decision making for and let's say you're a decision maker for an aging person in your family think about what if covid goes on forever does that mean that you're never going to let your mother see her grandchildren again or at some point do you want to give her the opportunity to test her immune response and or develop more resilient natural antibodies such that she can move on with her life and exist up until this virus becomes something that, you know, kills us all. And at that point, there's nothing we can do. We might as well party anyway. Until then, we can get pretty good natural immunity from it. And if you are vaccinated, it looks like if you're an older person, as long as it's a fresh vaccination, that you're going to be pretty well protected and you're probably not going to be hospitalized. You can get through it with minimal side effects. It all remains to be seen. But you got to play your probabilities and remember that this is going to be one of the most emotional times of the year, maybe of the decade, you know, depending on the, the climate we have from year to year, political and actually environmental. And try not to make things worse for you mentally than they already are going to be. They're going to be full of anxiety. They're going to be full of mandates they're going to be full of protocols. One thing that I do to level out the vibrations on a regular basis is I smoke some California Chronic. Not the CBD kind, the full spectrum kind that's got all the good stuff. And it helps me balance out my cannabinoid system, helps me balance out to some degree hormonally, helps me improve my rest. And usually... Allows me to laugh at a lot of the things that have been stressing me out all day. Sometimes it sends me into like a, an even deeper crisis where I think incredibly deeply on all of the fallacies I may have had with a decision or a my response to something going on in the world. But usually, I can laugh at it. And something that frustrates me about not everyone in the country has a right to such a natural medicine that acts as an antidepressant, a stimulant. Uh, Creativity enhancer, a focus enhancer, a life enhancer, a sleep enhancer, a stress reducer, all without any real side effects for so many people. What marijuana is like is like in Mario when you'd have one of the the boxes where you could hit it and a mushroom would come out, and you get a superpower, but it was a question mark. And sometimes money would come out, sometimes a star would come out, sometimes a mushroom would come out. Whatever came out was good. And that's pretty much the way weed works, right? Most people who have a really adverse reaction consistently to weed already have anxiety issues. They already have things they need to deal with before weed augments a lot of the you know, truer aspects of themselves. And there's nothing wrong with avoiding weed. I'm saying it helps a lot of people, and I wish that everyone had access to it because they could self-medicate with way fewer side effects than, they, than so many people have taking a doctor's prescription for more serious and more complicated medications that are pharmaceutical. Along with just sounding like a pothead, the point of that little tangent was to suggest that Cannabis can be a great way to stay lean and feel better throughout the holiday season. It doesn't have any calories. Of course, if you make uh, like marijuana muffins or brownies, those can have a lot of calories. But you can actually have calif- calorie-free cannabis oil. Uh, if you need to have edibles, there are, you can look for RSO at the store. But otherwise, smoking doesn't have any calories like drinking during the holiday does and it can be stabilizing to your mood especially after a night of heavy drinking you know some Sunday morning coming down can be uplifted a lot of times by using some cannabis it for a lot of people will make them feel motivated get them to go do a workout go outside or at least giggle at a movie and for those nights where it would pay to be calm and stay home with your family and just giggle it can obviously enhance seeing Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation for the hundredth time. Of course, if you're one of the few people who cannabis just never has worked for and never will work for, then stay away from it. But for a lot of other people who are just new to using it or learning about it because of legalities and in states and just the way you've lived your life up until now, take a look at it if the holiday season is a tough thing for you. That, along with everything else I've said in here, is for entertainment purposes only. It is not medical or financial advice. I don't think I even talked about money at all. But either way, it's all just a joke. And I hope the jokes help. Happy holidays.